Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over and by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, and thank you for tuning into Expressing You with Cornelia, a weekly show about feeling your way into wholeness. For men and women, processing our emotions is our way to freedom, and taking ownership for how you feel is the first step. We invite you to sit back and listen, take notes, or if you would like to ask a question, please call 1-877-296-0345. Cornelia also does sessions by phone or Skype. For more information, go to www.corneliadengel.com. Hello, and welcome to Expressing You. I'm your host, Cornelia Dengel. Thank you for tuning in to Expressing You. This is a show about feeling your way into wholeness for men and women. Processing our emotions and feeling our feelings is our way to freedom. Feeling our feelings is healing them, and taking ownership for how you feel is the first step. A powerful tool is if you give yourself permission to feel everything, giving your feelings a voice, the need to judge anything vanishes. There is no need because all feelings want to be acknowledged. They want to be acknowledged, they want to be heard, and they want to be felt. And doing an investigative process will honor that. You can find out more about how to do that investigative process through the processing technique at my website, CorneliaDengel.com. You can print it out. It's free. There's also an article on Emotions 101. And as soon as you start the investigative process and always asking yourself the question on any given subject or any trigger and start that self-inquiry, what is this about for me? How does this make me feel? That is the beginning to acknowledge how you're feeling. And it really is that simple. So today we invite you to sit back, listen, and take notes. You can also call in and ask a question. You may call in at one 296 I'm super, super excited today because my guest is astrologer Janet Hickox. Welcome to the show, Janet. Hi, Cornelia. I'm glad to be How here. How are you? I am just great. The energy has awesome. shifted. I feel wonderful. Thank wonderful. you for asking. Yes. yes. I, How are I you know. doing? I am doing. I'm doing very well as well. Energy is is shifting, and I'm really excited that you're here today because we're going to be talking about the big hype right now is spring is in the air and we're going to be talking about the spring equinox because this is a very, very busy time for all of us and there's no exceptions because the planets are power-packed and it's a very, very interesting time. So what we want to do today is we want to illuminate and 
offer our listeners some light and possible um, validation to what is going on and what what people might be experiencing. So, Janet, I'm just uh, thinking that why don't you tell us a little bit about what uh, the spring equinox is and why this makes it such a special time for us. Sure, that's a great place to start. You know, the uh, spring equinox always begins at zero degrees Aries in the astrological wheel, and that makes it our astrological new year. So it becomes uh, even more of a time of new beginnings, of planting seeds, of uh, getting ready for forward uh, motion. And the sign Aries is ruled by the planet Mars, which is an action planet. So we really begin to see the winter... Uh, lethargic energies giving way to much more passionate, action-packed, sort of dynamic uh, motion. Um, and, and we are starting to feel better ourselves. You know, we want to be out more. Uh, the days are getting longer, and it feels like, you know, life is returning. So that's why the uh, spring equinox is so important to us. But also from... Uh, an astrological standpoint, we can sort of take the temperature, if you will, of uh, what's going on at the moment of each uh, of the equinoxes and each of the solstices, for that matter, and see energetically uh, from the planetary standpoint what kinds of energies are we going to be playing with. And then individuals even in their own chart can see how the energies are going to affect them. And I'll tell you, this particular spring, we've got a power-packed, time of uh, eclipses and <laughs> Venus coming out from the uh, uh, shadow of the sun and into the evening as the evening star and uh, a Uranus square Pluto. I mean, from an astrological standpoint, wow, just huge. So then when you say Venus coming out from, from the shadow, what exactly does that mean? Well, you know, Venus has an interesting uh, sort of a set of uh, orbital patterns. In fact, if you really looked at it against the background of the entire time that Venus spans the sky, she actually uh, is uh, doing this in the shape of a pentagram. And uh, at this point in her cycle, she is behind the sun, meaning uh, if we're if we're looking at from Earth's standpoint, we can't see Venus because she's behind the sun. Now, she'll be in what that's called a superior conjunction. And so in a way, some of the energies of Venus are sort of hidden from us at the moment. And she'll spend about 50 days of the spring in that particular configuration until we get to May 3rd when she will emerge from the glare of the sun and become the evening star. You know, we were used to seeing her uh, through the winter in the morning and uh, being the dominant light besides the moon, uh, in the in the morning sky, but now, uh, as we get into you know later in the spring, she'll become uh, much more of the evening uh, light that we see. Right. Okay. And so, what about um, the eclipses? What what is that about? Well, you know, the eclipses are really interesting. But you know what? Before we get there, I want to ask you a question. Is that okay? Absolutely. Do you mind if I hijack your show here for a moment? <laughs> okay. Um, I, I I just want to share with your listeners that um, you know Cornelia, being so in touch with the emotional sort of pulse of the planet, uh, and that's in her chart by the way, because her moon is conjunct the galactic center. So if you want to picture that for a moment, 
coming directly from the center of our Milky Way into Cornelia's field of energy is sort of the uh, energies, the feelings, the emotions that are going to be dominant on the planet. And so I and and Cornelia both have noticed throughout time that she begins to sort of feel the emotions um, personally uh, before they actually emerge out into the conscious or the collective conscious. So I'm going to ask you, what have you been personally working on before we get into the rest of what's going on? What's been going on with you? Good. That's that's a good question. So one of the big things that I've been working on is uh, releasing um, releasing the energy of struggle and releasing the energy of survival. Um, that that has been really big because uh, you know we're moving from a um, from an energy of survival into a thriving environment. But first, we have to clear the opposite of that. And so anywhere in my own energy or whatever I was being exposed to throughout this um, these last three or four weeks has been about the survival um, paradigm that is now shifting into a thriving and wealthy paradigm. And so the way that that was showing up for me is that the questions that I um, naturally started asking myself is, what's not working right now in my life? What is it that I want to experience more of? And the um, what I got is that I want more flow. I want to experience more flow, more flow, more abundance, more um, ease and grace instead of uh, struggling with the old. And so then I noticed that what I was doing at first is that I was actually just really working harder instead of releasing and um, letting go because that's really what it is. It's that you want to, if if you want more flow, it doesn't mean that you go out and you push more. You 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 really let go and um, you relax more into that and allow the flow to move through. So you're actually doing less instead of doing more. So, but the energy had me feeling like really scattered and. Um, so I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to be experiencing this type of energy um, here within this next um, unfolding. And I would like you, Janet, if you wouldn't mind, pull up the chart and take a look and see what you see on the chart and see um, is that a configuration that is actually visible in the chart. And you know what? It absolutely is. And for you listeners who aren't aware of this, every time a season changes, I actually pull a chart for the season as if it were its own entity. And it gives me a lot of information about what people will be experiencing, um, sort of the overall temperature of the planet, and then how it will affect us as individuals. So, Cornelia, you are absolutely right in this, because for one thing, in the chart of the spring equinox, uh, which occurs, by the way, on the 20th of March, Uh, at 4.02 a.m. West Coast time. So for any of us on the Pacific Daylight Time, it'll be at 4.02 in the morning next Wednesday. But that day, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven planets in one house of the chart, and that chart house happens to be the second house 
which is the house of resources. It is literally the house of survival versus thriving. And so, I mean, really, energetically, you've nailed it right on the head because when you have that many planets in one spot, it puts a lot of emphasis and focus on that. And then there are two other interesting things happening that um, really began back with the winter solstice, and that was a, a yod or a finger of God. And some of you might have heard me talk about this before, but the finger of God is essentially a very energetic signature in a chart that shows us a very stable base of a triangle. And so imagine an isosceles triangle, which are the kinds of triangles that have very steep sides. So you have two planets at the base that form a very stable um, pattern, and both of them are pointing up at a 150-degree angle to a third planet, which becomes sort of the release point for all the energies. Now, in the winter solstice, the release point was Jupiter, so Saturn-Pluto at the base, and Jupiter being the release point. And guess what? That, that exact same pattern emerges again here uh, in, in the spring equinox, but with a second yod also involved. So translating that into you know normal speak, we have a concept of growth and um, really aligning ourselves with uh, our destinies or you know what it is that we're here to do and becoming clear uh, about what that is so that we can begin a process of shedding all those things that are not genuine to us, who, that are not authentic to us, if you really want to put it in, in our you know, platform's terms. So as we begin to let go everything that is not authentic, then what's left is what we have to work with. So in that process, we're making sacrifices, we're also adjusting, and, and just this process of letting go. And, you know, going back to, you know, what you work with as far as emotions, a lot of what we have to let go of are is emotional stuff, you know, old feelings that we have about uh, different and, things. And by the way, that second yod points at Saturn in Scorpio, which is all about us getting to our core. And I know you have tools for people, right, to get through this time as it's going to feel pretty, yeah. what's my favorite word? Uh, uh, oh, I can't even think of it right now, but, oh, scritchy, you know, where it's sort of that, ooh irritating energy, but you just don't know quite what to do about it. So maybe you can tell us, you know, your listeners here about some tools that you use to help get through these emotional times. Well, the the first tool is always um, being in the moment and really diving into what the feeling is. So, but but I want to I address one other point, Janet, that you brought up when you brought up about um, the second house of resources. That, and, yeah. and let's let's reiterate and make sure that we tell everybody that the, the the chart that you pulled up is not my own personal chart. It's the chart of the planet. It's the chart, right? Um, right. Yeah. It is not okay. a personal chart. It is as if the spring equinox was its own person. Right. Right. And because you were talking about how that's all happening in the second house of uh, worth, is it self worth? Did you say self worth? Yep, it is self-worth. It is okay. um, your uh, values, what what are right. what things are important to you. And then it's also that concept of survival versus thrival. Right. And when you talk about self-worth, it, it immediately will go back to a core wound um, of unworthiness. 
of people feeling unworthy to either step into their destiny, like you were talking about, feeling not good enough to um, to experience and thrive in their life and to have abundance and step into their full creative potential. And <clears throat> these these areas will be played out in their life where they're going to be feeling um, the opposite of not being good enough, not feeling worthy. And so that's the core wound to clear. And so the the... The tool is to really, um, you know, identify and dive into what it is that you're feeling and allowing that to be so, allowing that feeling to be present and putting a voice to the feeling. One of the, the new tools that I, that I just recently shared on the show is called the Soul Stop Tool. And what it is is that you just write out soul and then you, um, the S is for stop. The O is for observe what I'm feeling. The U is to understand what is this about for me? What does this bring up for me? And the L is for love because what those feelings want, what this situation wants, what that trigger wants, it wants love and it wants you to love it. And so that's that's one tool right there. And the other very, very powerful tool is self-acceptance to accept where you are right now in the present moment, wherever you are. Because in that present moment, that is the only thing that's real. Because when we focus our energy on the past or we focus our energy on the future, we're out of the now. And in the now is the only place where we can really find our own freedom is is through that self-acceptance. So You know, I'm so glad you brought that up. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but you know, being in the now, I can see how this is something that is so important. When I'm looking at this chart, what I see is several planets still in Pisces, where it was more that contemplative energy, and also less clear. There was not a lot of clarity over the past couple of weeks while there were a lot of planets in Pisces. But now we have this split between planets in Pisces and planets in Aries. And how do you swim through that when you're being pulled in two different directions? Well, mm-hmm. you stay in the now. What is right before you? Um, what can mm-hmm. you do to affect the thing, the energy right at this moment? Good point. Mm-hmm. Great point. Yep, that's awesome. So, Janet, I, we, I, we have a caller in the queue, and I'd like to bring her on. Um, I love it when people call in. You can call in to 877-296-0345. And we have Susan in the queue. Welcome to the Hi, show, Susan. Susan. Hi, ladies. I am so excited to hear you and to be on this call. I've had the, you know, great fortune of working with both of you. And so the question I have is, is you know, things are happening so fast. That's what I've noticed. It's like the, the awareness, the evolution that we're in right now seems to be happening at such a quick rate. And for, you know, myself, I know I'm, I, I consider myself semi-awake to what's happening around me. So what kind of, um, I don't know if it would be advice is the right word, or what would you tell people that are, say, in the present, they see what's happening, they understand the awakening that's happening on the planet and the evolution for people that are in their lives that don't? You know, so they, they, you know, how do you support those in your life that don't aren't quite seeing what maybe you're seeing? Good question, Susan. Thank you. Do you want to answer that, Connie? 
Cornelia? Well, you can go ahead. You can go ahead, and then I will. I will as well. Okay. So, you know, my my first instinct when you started to talk about that, Susan, was that um, there's a very built-in tool that each one of us has, and it's called our heart, which is the you know repository of the soul. And when people are at a loss as to which direction to go, they can always pull that energy right into their heart and just ask, what's in my highest and best good? And moving in that direction. Anytime I, I counsel people with second house issues, which because you know the energy is all stacked up in that particular house on a global basis, then it, it brings up that, that idea that you need to go within and you need to know what's good for you. And acting from that place then is authentic, it's real, and it will take you down the road that connects you to your destiny and your path, irregardless of what it looks like it, that's going on around you. Um, so that would be my, my two cents. Mm, that's great, Janet. That's awesome. Yeah, go ahead, Susan. Yeah, I, I'm, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, because this is such an incredible time to be on the planet, that's how it feels for me. Like mm-hmm. there, it's it's like the time has come for us to really totally um, be fully self-expressed in who we are, and, and like you said, our destiny. You know, really, really having that come forth. And there's been this ebb and flow kind of. What is that? The last few weeks about getting started and getting moving. So I'm excited about this spring equinox. So tell me, because of this um, tremendous lineup of planets and and the um, eclipses and the fact that there's many people talking about this time. Many of us thought it was 1221, you know, and a lot of people are talking about, no, it's really this time that things are really <laughs> going to start shifting in a big way. And so would, I mean, I know, Janet, that, you know, I think you're just one of the top experts in your field. And so for people like myself or other people that are really wanting clarity on what's happening, because I know you can do an overall view of the stars and what's happening, but do you think, I mean, is this a really great time for people to really have maybe their chart read or something something to really support in the guidance of this time? Absolutely. There are two things, two key things that I think people can do for themselves right now. One is if you're lacking clarity in any way, then ask the guidance of someone like an astrologer because what I'm looking at is your life map. I mean, before me in, a, in a, an astrology chart, is your roadmap, what you came here to accomplish, what challenges you expected to encounter, what you were trying to overcome, and, and the, the destiny being you know, the direction you were moving. The second thing is once you have a reading like that and you've identified core issues, then you seek someone like Cornelia who is there to help you get through the emotions that are stopping you from maybe carrying on to your fullest and to be your authentic self. I mean, we work together a lot in this way where, you know, I can help identify what's going on, what's at the root, what the the roadmap said, and uh, then Cornelia takes over with helping to clear the energy, helping the person understand where it is that they had uh, an emotional charge around something that maybe has been stopping them. So it's sort of synergistic, you know, maybe, and some people have to do it different ways, but... Uh, certainly a reading can help identify, and then someone like Cornelia comes in and helps you, you know, remove that block and, and blast through. And, right, and you know, oh, and, wow, that's it's perfect, you guys. And I know Cornelia. I know how she does her work, and it's like a laser beam. And she has the 
this compassion for people and this depth of understanding because I know a little bit about her life and what she's and what the, the obstacles and what she's you know overcome and what she's embraced and loved in herself and absolutely I know just from the people that I work that this is really big times for a lot of that emotional embracing and really the dissolving of that denser energy not good bad right or wrong but it just you know and I know that she's got that beautiful ability to to support that clearing I guess you would call it you know the 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 dissolving of the denser, which is allowing for this beautiful light energy that seems to be hitting us on a day-to-day basis. So, yes, I, I think, thank you, Janet, for that. And, um, Connie, for you know, your amazing work that you have brought to the planet, which is so needed right now. And, Susan, thank you so much for calling in and asking these wonderful questions. And thank also, you. Yeah, yes, and thank also you, contributing contributing your light to um to the work that you do and the things that um that you're offering um your clients as well in the miracle circles that you offer. The the one thing that I want to say about this time is that what we want to envision for ourselves, what is it that we want to create in this coming year? Right? It's really about so if everything seems chaotic if everything feels like it's falling apart, the thing to do, a tool, is to surrender. Surrender to the chaos. Surrender to the unknown. And surrender to allowing things to be as they are. And and really take a look at who you are now and where you want to be. What is it that you want in your life? What is it that's not working? What is it that you want to create? Because that's the piece, the piece about feeling worthy, being worthy, practicing worthiness, having a a really high self-worth is that you are a creator and we can create what it is that we want, but to have clarity on what that is. And so I think this spring equinox is really assisting us with this process. What do you think about that, Janet? I think you're absolutely right. And, you know, we didn't get to talk too much about, well, we didn't talk at all about the eclipses, but they're pretty powerful as well. There's three of them packed into the springtime, and that's, to me, that's a lot of energy because the eclipses close doors, open windows. And so you have this energy uh, coming uh, about having to let go of something. Maybe you've been too attached to an energy, a person, or something going in a particular way. And once you let go of that, then you can see the next doorway so that you can walk through that. And again, those are going to be occurring across Taurus and Scorpio. And in the natural astrology chart, Taurus is the ruler of that second house. And that's the second house, again, of self-worth of values and of money and the whole concept of survival and thriving. So I think those eclipses sort of, you know, bring that really close to home. So whatever it is we need to let go of, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, so Janet, can you can you get can you look at the eclipses right now and just kind of give us a brief we have like 3 minutes. Um but yep. if you could just give us 1 minute of eclipse time. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, you mean as far as, like, when are they or more about what they Yeah, and and tell us a little bit about the eclipses and how they will affect us, right? Exactly. Okay, I got it. So there are two eclipses that happen, a solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. When we have a solar eclipse, 
the uh, the sun's light is temporarily bl- uh, uh, shaded from us. So all of that energy that we devote to our will and doing things our way momentarily is blocked so that the light of the moon becomes stronger and the moon is more intuitive. It's more in touch with our feelings. It allows for a, a more heart-centered um, energy to come in, a soul-centered energy, let's put it that way. Now, a lunar eclipse would be just the opposite. The the light of the moon is temporarily blinded. And so in that case, it shuts off the emotions more so that you can feel your way into the direction that's right for you based on your sun sign or based on the energy signature you've brought in. And what we're going to be experiencing then through the the spring here is two uh, lunar eclipses and a solar eclipse. So one big opportunity in May for us to shut down the sun long enough to be able to hear uh, our intuitive voice and then the the two lunar eclipses which are going to allow us to uh you know redefine ourselves and push ourselves out in the world. And so we can just have enough? the intention we can we can just have the intention then to release all any all old patterns of, of thought and emotion, releasing any habits or any addictions, releasing judgment and, and, and just allowing yourself to feel all of that and, and leaving all of that behind. And so then through these eclipses, right, and then we can come yep. back into what is it that we want to create, what is it that um, that that we want out of life, and um, how do we want to move forward after, after all of these have been released, right? Yep. And I would say, if not now, when? Because all of the energy is lined up in support of us doing this. And if we don't do it now, then when would be a good time? I just can't think of a better time. Janet, how can people um, contact you and find out more about you? People can reach me through living-astrology.com. And my contact page is there with my phone number and email address. And I love to do readings for people. So please, if you're in need, give me a call. And if you're feeling, um, if, if there's a lot of emotional processing that's going on in your life, you can contact me at corneliadengel.com. There's an article there on Emotions 101, and there's a processing technique that will assist you to go more into the self-inquiry so that you can really find out what this is about for you, what what it is that you're experiencing, and really give voice to your feelings. Because remember that as soon as we allow ourselves to feel everything, the need for judgment vanishes. There's no need to judge anything. So that's that's another wonderful tool. I'm so excited to Janet. Next week I'm going to have Michelle Arbeau, our producer, um, creator of the Authentic You Media Network. She's going to be on the show next week, Friday at 4 o'clock. We're going to be talking about all kinds of things. We're going to be talking about the shift. We're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to be talking about numerology because Michelle, you know, she's got so much to share as well. So I'm super excited about that. And uh, Mm -hmm. thank you so much to our caller, Susan, that called in. And thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in today. And have a happy spring, happy eclipse. Feeling emotionally balanced is a key to feeling good. Thank you for listening and feeling your feelings. Each week, you will come away with practical tools, inspiration, and empowerment. 
Would you like to schedule an empowerment session? Go to www.corneliadengel.com. Feeling it is healing it. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.